These are extra breaths. Coming to you straight from the lungs of my mum and dad, Liz and Jerry. In episode 5 of Straight From The Lungs, mum and dad spoke about the various ways they helped me prepare for leaving home and going to university. Here's more from them. Thankfully, although you weren't that unwell, you know, we were worried about if you were lifting on the 20th floor and the lift broke. But then, of course, you decided that when you went into halls, was it the second year that you were going to take one up the 8th floor? And I'm like, but what happens if the lift breaks? And you're which like, did happen. which did happen. But the thing is, if we'd had a crystal ball and could have said, yeah, it would have been fine to walk a mile every day. But nobody knows. And because CF is so up and down, there might have been days when you literally could just think, well, OK, I'll get to my lecture. But the thought of having to walk a mile before your lecture would then have put you off going because you were, you felt rubbish. You know what I mean? So it was so unpredictable. So we had to make, I suppose, plans for as if the worst case scenario being you needed it on your doorstep in case you weren't able to walk very far because you were unwell but wanted to get to your lectures. Another thing was shopping. Where were you going to get your shopping from? How were you going to get it? How were you going to get it back? Because you can't be carrying heavy bags necessarily and, you know, stuff like that. And certainly some people would find that difficult. Internet shopping so much more, isn't it, these days? But One thing that I can remember, go through the, the lists of do's and don'ts in, in the halls of residence or the flats, and they all said, no fridges in the rooms. Oh, yeah. When we went to them and said, he needs a fridge in his room, they said, OK, you know, yeah. that's fine. We can accommodate that. Still, yeah. Really worried, even the day you moved in, that they were going to say you can't have that in your room. Or people are going to see you going up with a fridge and say, "How come you've got a fridge in your in your room? We weren't allowed to have a fridge to put our beers in." We got that for your disability student allowance, didn't we? Which is what you applied for. Well, you got a laptop. I was extremely you got lucky. A Mac, and then we paid extra, didn't we, to upgrade it to something even better. We had to organise that if you were unwell and you couldn't get to lectures, somebody would do the audio recording for you and record it. Potential of extensions on work. And in fact, you got it in earlier than most people because most people didn't get it in on time anyway. One thing that we tried to find out, although we couldn't, was was anybody else with CF in the uni? And that was difficult because that's obviously confidential. We just had to hope that that wasn't the case really, didn't Mm. we? Even though you were doing it on your own, it was still quite often us instigating stuff, wasn't it? It, mm. was, it was still a big worry when you went, that although we knew you'd do it, you weren't totally independent when you went, in the sense of we'd still sort of say, come on, William, it's getting late, get your, get your pet mask done. And I don't know whether or not you were washing your own kit up when you, before you went to uni. I think I might have still have been doing that just because just because I did. So there was always a massive worry. Not only that, it was decision-making, which all the way through your life, when you developed a cough, it would be like, what do we do? Do we think it's bad enough? Let's ring the hospital up. And we just make a decision, let's start antibiotics, see what the sputum says in a few days, change them if necessary. And it was very much us deciding. And then we suddenly had to sort of rely on you saying, look, mum, I think I'm all right. It's only a niggle and just having to trust your instinct that it was the right thing to do, that you didn't need action. And handing that responsibility over to you was quite difficult, wasn't it? Mm. Losing that control, I suppose. Sounds like I'm really controlling, but it was like knowing that you make the right decision. And also it was difficult for you because it was easy for me to ring the nurse up because I was working part-time and I had access to the hospital because I worked in the same trust. I could sort the sputums out, I could do all of that because my background as nurse, you know, it was easier. You had been at uni, had to get that sputum into Birmingham, you had to coordinate the phone calls with them and you hadn't got time because you were trying to get yourself a degree and it was difficult, wasn't it? I think also it was quite difficult for us to let things go and it still is because uh, sometimes you can be a bit, I'll do it later and we're wanting you to do it now. If you if you leave it a bit later, the results are going to be later and that was a bit frustrating mm-hmm. for us. 
Yeah. I've got no problem with William now with his treatment. They've never really had a problem with his treatment because he's always been so good with yeah. his treatment. Always oh, done. Yeah. Sometimes you've done it really late in the night because you've been busy and you've gone out because that's what a normal person does at your age and that's fine. University is episode five of Straight From The Lungs, which you can listen to at our website, lungspodcast.co.uk.